Hello everybody and welcome. My name is Sarah and this is my podcast, I Think I'm Missing Something. Hey, how are you? So this is the Sarah who's currently editing the podcast and I just want to put out there real quick that I switched my editing software into something a little bit more uh, user-friendly because I am not good at editing this podcast. So I switched and my microphone is a little bit testy with this software and it doesn't seem to like it as much. And I, I move a lot when I talk. And so you'll notice that there are moments where I sound a little bit louder and then moments where I sound a little bit softer. And I think it's because I'm moving. And as I'm moving, I'm moving closer and farther from the microphone. I apologize. I will try to hold still. This has been a very troublesome episode for me and very, uh, it's, it's been too long. So I'm not re-recording it. You're just going to have to live with it. And I promise next episode, I'm going to work out those kinks because it may be my microphone with the software or it's me just, you know, having ADHD. I don't know. But either way, I apologize and I hope you enjoy this podcast because it's starting now. Napoleon, that's gross, buddy. You don't care. You don't care. If you hear any strange noises in the back, that's just my dog being cute and fluffy. He uh, just jumped up on the couch. So, again, if you hear any strange noises, it's just my dog. Please don't judge me. He's literally, he's literally giving me the most judgmental eyes. Oh my goodness. All right. I apologize for the long wait. It's been, I believe, seven months. Yeah, it's been a while. I know I said two weeks and those two weeks quickly turned into seven months. I spent two months in Ohio and Texas with my sister, with one of my sisters, and I had planned to record some episodes then, and it just didn't happen. I just wasn't in the mood, I guess. I had actually filmed this episode while I was in Texas, and I hated it. I absolutely hated it, so I deleted it. And then I proceeded to record it again when I got home, and I hated that one as well. And deleted that one. So I think I've recorded and deleted this episode probably 10 times at this point. I've actually, I started recording this again yesterday. And I've recorded and deleted already three times. So here's hoping this is my final time of doing that. I... I'm just really hard on myself. And when I go back and listen, I'm like, why did I say that? That was dumb. 
no, that didn't make any sense. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to redo it. I'm just going to re-record it. And it's very exhausting. My goal for 2022 is to stop being so self-critical of myself and just have fun with this podcast. I know something that'll help is when I just get comfortable. To be honest, I'm not very comfortable talking into a microphone knowing that people are going to listen to this later. That stresses me out and I'm just going to have to get over that and I want to get over it. So here's hoping that in 2022, I just get over it and move on with my life. (laughs) That would be nice. Another reason why it's taken me so long is because today's episode is about a real person. And I have just wanted to make sure that I've got all my facts straight and that I'm not putting out any false information. Um, I even went back and watched, you know, more videos and rewatched some videos. And yeah, so it's just me wanting to be a little bit more thorough on this. And I just want to make sure that my content. I just want to make sure that what I put out there is correct. With that being said, I am not perfect. I make mistakes. So if you know more about this topic than I do, and I maybe got something wrong, or maybe I missed something important, please send me an email and let me know so that I can correct it. I just want to make sure that everything that I create is correct. So with that being said, let's jump into it. Today, we will be talking about the MK mystery. Trigger warning. This episode contains talks of suicide. It all started seven years ago when a YouTuber named Dr. Stephen Greer posted a video titled Area 51, Technician's Son Discloses Secret Alternative Energy. And a man named Kenny Veach commented, saying, This ain't nothing. I am a long-distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find. But as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibration became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was the strangest thing that ever happened to me. Now, I tried to find Kenny's comment, but apparently Dr. Greer deleted it. And I kind of understand why he did, considering the events that follow. But I'm also the kind of person who is extremely paranoid, so I would have left it up in all the replies in case there were any clues hidden in there from Kenny himself or a random person. I believe one of the reasons why Dr. Greer deleted it was, from what I've read, the comment section did not pass the vibe check. Apparently, it was really awful, just extremely toxic towards Kenny. So I understand, but again, I'm paranoid. So 
anyways, so basically the, you know, main response to Kenny was pics or it didn't happen. Kenny posted his video on October 18th, 2014. I really suggest watching his video, but I am going to do kind of a quick review of what, what happens in the video, just so that you can kind of have an understanding of the rest of this episode. So he starts the video standing in front of a vertical mine shaft, which he later shows you how deep it is. He talks about the area and recounts his story about the M cave. He even says, who knows, there may have been a mountain lion in there and my sixth sense was kicking in. He even brought his gun with him this time, just in case. He's a pretty energetic person who seems really excited to be filming this video. He clearly loves long distance hiking and takes his time showing the area and explains his route, which has come in handy for the people today who are searching for this cave. I also want to mention, as this will come in later, but he does tell a story that ends with his girlfriend picking him up. And yes, I know that seems weird to mention, but his girlfriend will be coming back into the story later. And I just think it's important to mention that he does mention her. <laughs> okay. So Kenny starts his hike and he comes across sweet pine nuts and starts gathering them to take home as a treat. He even goes into how these sweet pine nuts will save your life if you run out of food. The reason why I wanted to add this was it just showed that he was a survivalist and that if something bad did happen, he would know what to do. It also showed, in my opinion, his desire to share his knowledge. Um, it was just a really endearing part of the video, in my opinion. Um, anyway, so Kenny does a really amazing job of not only showing the area, but also describing the area and the trek that he's taking through the canyon, which again has come in handy for many people who have tried to retrace his steps as he does really show and describe this area very well. As he travels along, he shows some little shallow caves and then goes into how the cave he's looking for is deep and dark and level with the ground that he's walking on. But then he goes into how the cave he's looking for is deep and dark and level with the ground he's walking on. After a while, when he reaches the area the cave should be at, he says he couldn't find the cave and comments how strange that is. And then he just starts his long hike back to his truck where he meets a tortoise and that's pretty adorable as well. So again, I suggest watching this video and decide whether or not you believe Kenny. I'm going, I'm not going to remain neutral in this. I'm going to be honest. I have my own opinions. So this, this is a bias episode. <laughs> okay. This is bias. I'm putting that out there. There's no neutral zone for me here. So after he posts this video, he then receives a lot of awful backlash from people calling him a liar and saying that he faked the whole thing to get attention. He then decides he's going to go back and find the cave and this time he will have proof. He went out on November 10th, 2014 and sadly was never seen again. 
When he disappeared, there was an uproar of people discussing their theories as to what happened to him. Some thought he found the cave and that there was a portal that sent him somewhere else, while others thought he found the cave and it was an underground tunnel to Area 51 in which he is now locked up for life, and even some think he was abducted by aliens. In 2016, a woman named Sharon Pilgrim commented on Kenny's MK video saying, I am the girlfriend that Kenny spoke of in the video. There are so many posts. I had no idea until a friend let me know. So many people are wondering what happened and guessing different things. You are heartfelt about the sadness around what has happened with Kenny. He has not been found and I feel that he probably will not be found for many, many months, if ever. I want to share what I know and feel about what happened so that you might bring some closure and understanding in your own lives. Kenny absolutely loved hiking in the desert. It was his very, very favorite thing to do. We hiked and camped together all over the Nevada desert, sometimes nine hours in a day. We found many abandoned mining towns, usually referred to as ghost towns. We explored many caves and mine shafts. We were always careful how we explored them, but Kenny was a bit more daring than I was. We wore snake guards, sun-protected clothing, used walking sticks, brought enough water and food for the hiking hours, and had extra water and food in the car. I want you to know that I do not think Kenny had an accident. I believe he committed suicide. He battled depression for many years and would not take medication or see a doctor. He quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. The search for him was started within a couple days of my call. Over 30 search and rescue team members searched three different times on foot. One helicopter flyover was done and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping things. They found his car in the area I told them it would be. They did find his cell phone by the mine shaft in the video. The mine shaft was only about a four hour hike from his car. It is my feeling he left it behind so that he could not be tracked from the GPS in it. He also did not take his video camera with him on this solo hike. It was left in his home. So we had no intention of filming anything. I share this with you for two reasons. First, so that you have more of an understanding who Kenny was and to bring some piece of understanding to the situation. Secondly, if any of you do decide to go out into our desert to look for him or the M cave, be careful and bring enough water and food. Walking sticks are a good idea and not doing a solo hike. Bring a GPS and make sure that you have let family and friends know that you are heading out for the hike and where and when you will be returning. A search really can't be on a one-day hike. You would be repeating much of the same hike. Just getting up the mountain and then be left with not many hours in the day to do the same search. You would need two to three days at a time and in the summer or even late spring, this cannot be done because of the heat of our desert. You would not be able to carry enough water. So please, please be careful. I had wonderful experiences with Kenny and will always remember them and I have a place of love in my heart for him and the wonderful things we did together. I am healing from my loss and look forward to new experiences with desert hiking, camping, and taking beautiful pictures of our desert. Enjoy your adventures of life and thank you for the kind, loving comments sent my way. So I'm a very paranoid person and I 
whenever it comes, especially to missing cases, I'm always suspicious of everyone. With that being said, before anyone tries to cancel me for this, I in no way, shape, or form think Sharon had anything to do with his disappearance. When I first read her comment, my first thought was, there's something she's not saying. There there was just something that felt off to me. With that being said, that does not mean that she's hiding some evil thing. It's probably just that, yeah, there is probably more to the story. But she does not want to share it, which is her right not to share it. Please do not cancel me. Um, it was just like my first gut reaction to it was something just felt off and I just felt as though there's another piece of the puzzle that there's just something else that's not being said um which is okay like it's it's up to her whether or not she wants to share it and if she doesn't want to share it that's fine um just don't cancel me please (laughs) it was just my gut my gut response to that. I think for many of us, we want to believe in the supernatural. We want to believe there's a mysterious cave out there that can disappear and reappear where and when it wants. Maybe this is our way of coping with dark situations. Instead of seeing it as a depressed man who may have taken his life, it's easier to hear it as a mystery. Perhaps he did find the cave. Maybe he's still alive. Maybe these thoughts make it easier to deal with, especially considering Kenny really seemed like a genuine human being. I personally want to believe there's a paranormal reason attached to his disappearance, or perhaps there was no cave, but a way for him to start over. I have two theories, but I'm not going to go into them yet. I kind of want to comment on a few things that Sharon mentioned in her comment. So the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is she mentioned that they found his cell phone by the mine shaft that was in the video. In the video, <laughs> the mine shaft that he was standing in front of and later showed that is where he left his cell phone. It really makes the mine shaft just more sinister because he makes a comment when he shows you the mine shaft, he makes a comment and says, if you fall down there, you die instantly. Yeah. Like they did. So they did do a search of the mine and they found no signs that the dirt in the shaft had been disturbed anytime recently. So the chances of him being down there is very, like, he's he's not down there. I guess for me, it's just, he hiked four hours from his truck to the mine shaft, and that's where he chose to do his intro. And I know why he picked it, because it's an interesting area, and he could talk about it, and... Yeah, so I get it. I probably would have picked the area too. But the fact that that's where he chose to leave his cell phone, maybe he didn't choose to leave his cell phone there. Maybe 
maybe something bad happened. Maybe he just dropped his cell phone and didn't know he dropped it, but still the chances that it was dropped there or something happened to him there, it's just strange to me. The second thing I want to comment on is the camera. She said he left his camera at his home. I personally do not think that is strange. Because if you're, first off, he already filmed the area. He's already made a vlog of the area. So why is he going to film it again? I believe his plan was to pack lighter and that when he found the cave, he was just going to take a picture with his phone or record on his phone. I personally think that's what his plan was. I am not a long distance hiker. I think the farthest I've gone is like three miles. And I hate taking my camera with me. I hate it. I do it, but I hate it. So I couldn't imagine hiking 14 hours with a big clunky camera and then trying to create a vlog. That's not where my mind would be. My mind would be, let's just get through this hike. Let's look for this cave. If I find it, I'll take a picture on my phone. So that's what I think his plan was. Again, I did not know him. And I'm probably completely wrong. But it's just my thought process on that. Because that's definitely what I would have done in that scenario. Because he had already filmed the, a video. He had already filmed the whole thing. There really was no need to film it again. He just needed to film when he found it. So I did a little snooping on Sharon's YouTube. And she only has two videos. Both she posted in 2016. And both had Kenny in them. One was Memories with Kenny and the other was Kenny Catching a Rattlesnake. For me, the videos were her way of showing that she wasn't lying about being Kenny's girlfriend, but also paying homage to him as well. And she doesn't really have a social media presence. She does have an Instagram, but no pictures. And then, of course, her YouTube, but only those two videos. She... In my opinion, she clearly isn't trying to get anything out of this. She's clearly just telling the truth. She's clearly just trying to give some people some comfort. As none of us knew Kenny, she knew him. And she's literally just speaking out saying, hey, this is what I think happened. And then giving us proof that she did know him intimately. That she was in his life and that she was very close to him. When you go over to Kenny's channel, he has five videos on his channel, all posted the same year. The first one he posted in September, and the last four on the same day, so that'd be October 18th. The first video is called, Handsome Cowboy Sells Himself with His Home. In this video, I didn't watch all of it, I just kind of watched enough to understand what was going on. So basically in this video, he's talking about how he's going to sell his house and that when he sells it, he basically will come with the house. He will be a permanent resident in the house and he will be the caretaker of this house. The second video was the M-Cave hike, 
third video with Shark Tank submission. In this video, he shows a lot of his inventions. The fourth video was titled Glowler Bear, where he talks about his invention of his glow-in-the-dark polar bear. And the final video, Quirky and Shark Tank submission, New Improved TP Holder. So looking at his YouTube channel, I can understand why people say that he faked the whole M-Cave thing to get attention. If you go back to Sharon's comment, she mentions that Kenny had quit his job like a year before he went missing. When you look at his videos, a lot of them were posted on October 18th. And I, I can understand how people can look at it and go, oh, he's just trying to go viral. He's just trying to get attention. He's just trying to get people to look at his stuff. And this is what I'm going to say. If he did lie about the M cave, who cares? Seriously, there are YouTubers who have done far, far worse on their channels to get views. So I don't understand why people are so committed to hating Kenny for faking the M cave. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. When I look at his channel, after, you know, when you read Sharon's comment and then you look at Kenny's channel, you can see a man who he's creative, he's inventive, he has a lot of really good ideas, and he doesn't want to work for the man anymore. He wants to work for himself. You can tell, I mean, just the video of him, you know, saying he's going to sell his house with him in it. He, he was probably having financial issues. I mean, this is just surface level. I do not know these things for sure. Okay. This is on the surface, how this looks on the surface. I personally do not think Kenny faked the M cave. I do not think he faked it, but I understand looking at the other videos, why people think that. I also would like to add that his videos have ads on them. My understanding of ads on YouTube is that you have to have a certain amount of views on your videos and then you can apply and then YouTube reviews your account and if you have, you know, the right amount of views, then they will put ads on your channel. So my question is, did Kenny get the views right before he disappeared and applied to have ads on his channel? Or did someone do it after he disappeared? That's the part I'm confused about. And where's the money going? Like, I don't have ads on my YouTube, so I don't know how this works. But I'm guessing YouTube, once you reach a certain amount, YouTube sends it to your account or you have to physically do it yourself. Like you have to go click a button, add to my PayPal. I don't know. I don't know how it works. 
if you know how it works, please let me know. Um, but I guess just for me, my question is, is when did the ads get put on there? And I'm curious if y'all got ads as well, because I did, I got ads on a few of his videos. Maybe no one else is getting ads, but I got ads. So I don't know how that works. And I'm just curious about the time frame on that because that actually does kind of tie into some of my theories. The second theory is that he did plan to go searching for the M cave and he found it and he saw something he was not supposed to see. And he went back to his truck, got his girlfriend, they talked it over and they decided he was going to go into hiding. So they drove back out. He parked his truck. He left his cell phone at the mine and got back in the car with Sharon and disappeared. And maybe that's why I felt like there was something she wasn't saying. Like maybe he is alive. She knows he's alive, but she's trying to protect him. And then that could also explain the ads that maybe, maybe she turned on the ads to get money and then she's sending him the money. I don't know. These are just my theories. I think that the chances of that he actually went out there and took his life, I think that's probably what happened. And I hate saying that and I don't want to believe it, but that's probably what happened. And not to get dark, but the reason why we haven't found his body is there are a lot of shallow caves out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if a mountain lion um, may have gotten his body and pulled it into a shallow cave. I know that's really dark and gruesome, but that's probably what happened. I don't want to believe it though. <laughs> and I know many other people don't want to either. And I think for a lot of people, one reason why it is kind of hard to believe it is that he did not leave a note. And most people who commit suicide, they at least leave a note. So that way, you know, there's some closure. People know. People know what happened. But he did not. But that also goes with we don't know Kenny and we don't know his thought process. That's probably what happened sadly enough and i am sorry my dog napoleon that's enough yeah sorry he was um licking himself like a gentleman what you doing you gonna what you doing <laughs> oh my goodness okay you just can't be professional when you have a dog i guess so it's been about seven years since he's gone missing and people are still looking for the M cave. Now I didn't really watch a whole lot of videos of people looking for it, but I did stop on one video because it was titled, Oh gosh, what was it titled? Um, I found the M cave, I think is what it was. It was something like that. It was, 
it was eye-catching. It was clickbait. I fell for it. I clicked on it. And the guy in the video was basically saying that a buddy of his who was in the military or ex-military had told him about this cave that's in the area Kenny had been at. And so he went to this area and he found this cave. And yes, it was shaped like an M. My thing is, is that Kenny said it was a perfect capital M and this was not. It was a wonky M and it was shallow. And as I said before, Kenny said that the cave was deep and dark and this cave was not that. But what was interesting is that when he walked back there, he made a comment that it looked like the back had been sealed off. Hey, I'm trying to make a podcast. Yeah, and you're being very rude. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's, he's giving me a look. I'm sorry. I'm almost done. When I'm done, you can lick, lick your leg all you want, okay? Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, he made, he made a comment saying that it looked like the i'm sorry my dog has me distracted now he made a comment saying that it looked like the back had been um <laughs> napoleon i'm sorry if that's picking up on the microphone he's in a mood yes okay it had looked like i am so sorry it had looked like that someone had closed it in it's what i'm trying to get at and then that had me thinking, now I'm sorry if this might get confusing because I'm not very good with my words, which I don't know why I'm doing this podcast if I'm not good with my words, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it got me thinking about just the M cave, dis how it disappeared, how Kenny couldn't find it and how this entrance kind of looked like an M but it was wonky. So what if there are several tunnels into this mountain, right? But the entrance to Napoleon, I'm mom is working. Okay. But the entrance to the tunnel is shaped like a perfect capital M and it moves. It moves from tunnel to tunnel, right? Because who or whatever that is in this mountain needs it to move. So that way people don't just randomly come to it. And when they do, they hopefully won't go in. And if they try to come back, they won't find it because the entrance is moving. So maybe, just maybe, Kenny actually found it, made his way down the tunnel, and who or whatever was like, oh, we need to seal this. We have been compromised. They know we're here. They're looking for us. So maybe the entrance is still moving to all the tunnels that are in the mountain. And maybe they destroyed the M a little bit so it looks a little off. But they sealed all the entrances to these tunnels. I hope that made sense. That's just my thoughts on it. And yeah. <laughs> because the area he found this cave at was at the top of a hill. 
and not level with the ground that Kenny was walking on. Um, and it would also make sense that a buddy of his had seen this cave before and that it was where he said it was because maybe it's still moving around or maybe who or whatever that's in charge of this tunnel, maybe it just stopped it from moving and now it just resides in that area from now on closed up so it can't move to the other tunnels. Am I making sense? <laughs> Maybe I should have named this podcast, Am I Making Sense? I feel like that's going to be said a lot through every episode that I make. So there we have it. Okay, let's get back on track. I just, I want to add that if you are planning on going to search for the M Cave or Kenny, please listen to Sharon, listen to what she had to say in her comment and take her advice and plan for the hike to be several days, take enough food and water and let someone know where you're going to be and how long you're going to be there and take a GPS so that they can track you stay safe out there. And, but I do want to encourage people to go looking because we do want answers, but just be careful if you do. Also, um, as I'm, I'm ending, I'm going to stop here. Um, I also, I also want to just say real quick that if you have any thoughts you would like to share, please send me an email or, uh, Anchor has an option to where you can send a little voicemail. So you can click that link and, Record your thoughts, and I can add it to my next episode. I'd love to share y'all's thoughts and your theories. I would li- I want this to be as interactive as I can make it, and I love hearing other people's take on things. So if you would like to share, please feel free. Um, other than that, I, I'm going to sign off. <laughs> I think I'm going to stop this episode here because if I don't, I'm just going to blabber on and on and on. And I'm sure y'all don't want to hear that. Um, Also, my dog, my dog, finally, here I am finishing up this podcast and now he's sleeping. So I am sorry for the wonderful noises he was making in the background. Hopefully it did not pick up. It probably did. I'm not re-recording this. I have done it so many times. So I'm, I think I'm happy with this one and we're going to post it even though my dog made some wonderful noises in it. All right. So I'm going to just in there again, I'm starting to babble and we don't need that right now. Um, thank you guys for listening and I promise I will be back. Give me until next year which is very open and vague, I know, but I'll, I'll try to shoot for January. How about that? I'll try to shoot for it, but I'm not promising anything. All right, everyone, I will return. Thank you again. This is KG4ROM signing off. Mm-hmm.